Bushimichi here with your uh, Home Time Daily Takeaway podcast. Uh, uh, there's something that's happening this evening that I'm a, a little bit concerned about. Hopefully it doesn't come through in the show that you're, you're, you're about to listen to, but I'm meeting my friends, uh, Kester and Adrian, for a quick beer after the show. Oh, all right. So, uh, obviously, <laughs> we've, had a, we've had a nightmare for like a few days because our, our little one, Stella, God bless her, she had an MMR jab about 10 or 11 days ago, and one of the, the side effects is you can come up with like itchy lumps and all that kind of yep. stuff. Like, so she's fine and everything, but it's been, she's been up in the night. So uh, me trying to have a night out with people is is, uh, is a hard sell to try and get through Congress with my other half, Katie. So what I've done is I've I've brokered a deal, yeah. like Neville Chamberlain, bit of paper in my hands. I've said to Katie that I'm going to get there and have one pint of Guinness, yep. and then that is it. I'm going to yep. get back on the train at Waterloo, mm-hmm. come straight home. Mm-hmm. The big problem is, you know what it's like with with mates, particularly my friend Kester. They they can't they won't let you they won't let you go sometimes. You know what I mean? Won't, yeah. Won't let you leave. So I don't know whether there's any uh, tactical advice, what's the best thing to do, or I'm just a little bit perturbed about the fact that I'm going to be put into some form of uh, headlock press in there and can't get oh, out. I've got it. I've what do got I do? It. I've got it. Uh, I can help. What can, you, what can you do? Well, I'm not inviting myself to this drink. What? Let's, let, uh, let's put a time parameter on this, okay? okay. So, show finishes at 7 o'clock. Oh, yes. Uh, you head to the venue. What kind of time do you think you might be at the venue by? Well, it's, it's in Waterloo, which is not very far from here on the tubes. So uh, probably 15, 15 minutes. 15 minutes, right? Yeah. 7.15. Uh, you're at the bar, you've got your drink in your hand by about 7.20. Uh-huh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair timing so far. That's pretty pretty on point, I'd say. Are you going to get a pint? I think, I'd hope so. Yeah, I mean, it would look ridiculous if you only got a half pint. So The day pint. I've had, as you're about to hear in the show, yeah. I think I deserve a pint. Okay, so quick drink. What are we talking about? Quick drink for a pint. 20, 25 minutes? 25 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Just add the five. No, yeah, probably 25 minutes. I call you at 7.45... I call you, so it's not Katie. It'll just look like me coming up on the phone. You won't look like you're under some kind of pressure, and I will just very quietly whisper to you in the phone, it's time to go, Bush. (laughs) That is really helpful, but also quite menacing. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Time to go. It's not meant to come across like that. Or just do tick, tick, tick down the phone. All right, what about about a voice note at 7.45? Tick, tick, boom. Yeah, I like that. It's it's Jack Bauer-esque. Okay, I'll do that. All right, brilliant. Well, I'll I'll speak to you later then. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. Hope you've had a good day today, because I have, and I've had a stinker. Right, it's all gone wrong for me today. Let me explain very, very quickly. I went for a cycle first thing this morning, forgot my house key, Uh, so I then had to sit on the step... Uh, and wait for my other half, Katie, to get back. Obviously, neighbours thinking that she kicked me out. Uh, lo- loads of home-time listeners sending me Dear John tweets, which is very nice of them. And weirdly enough, Daniel's just messaged the show to say that apparently Dear John is on Sky this evening, so it's almost like a sign. Anyway, finally got myself together, headed into work. I accidentally got on the Essex Loop train. If you know me, it's a train that's like a uh, Russian roulette. One in every four is the Essex Loop. It goes around the houses, Tilbury, Greys, Dagenham Dock, that kind of thing. So I spent ages on the train. I thought, when I got here, let's just try and put myself up a bit with a bit of food. I've gone and got myself a cheese and pickle sarnie, my favourite from the cafe across the road. Come back here, open the bag, the ladies cut it up into quarters. <laughs> like I'm a five-year-old on a flipping school trip. It did look like a packed lunch uh, at a primary school. I've never had sandwiches cut like that before. Is that a slight on me? She knows who I am. I've been in there loads of times. Yeah, but she's 
she's looking at you thinking that's the guy who's locked out earlier. Well, you see, I, I feel like she's having a pop because she's never cut it like before. <laughs> so, look, uh, someone said on Twitter earlier on, it's not really been your day, has it, Bush? And that's like a brilliant understatement. So, look, you've had a bit of a nightmare today. I think there's solidarity in, in hearing that other people have had a bit of a howler. Have you had a up and down kind of day today? Has it been all right? I, I want to stand shoulder to shoulder with you and give you solidarity and Thank tell you, you I've had a bad day. Have you? It's not been the case. Oh, no. What? No. I drove. I drove 20 miles to go and buy my high-end windscreen washer fluid uh, earlier on this morning. I had one of my riotous days. That, that would strike me as being quite a bad day. No, no, no. That's me. I'm excited. You know, you know how much I love this premium washer fluid. Got there, their internet was down. They couldn't take any payment. Okay, so that's that's a nightmare then. No, Why no, no it? it's not because they they said they would give me the washer fluid because I'd driven so far for it, and they'll call me at a later date to take a card payment. So you've well, you've still got to pay for it though, right? At the end, or not yet. So at the moment, you're currently how much up? Six pounds eighty up. Amazing. So that's like a limited uh, duration. <laughs> bonus. Yeah, it is really. Well, it might come crashing down when they make that call. <laughs> if you've had a bad day today, if it's not been your day. Come join us. I put it on Twitter that was on the wrong train. Actual C2C, the rail company, right? They've tweeted me back saying that, to be fair, that the train thing is because I wanted to play Skyrim on my little handheld computer. That is slanderous, so actually. They're, they're alleging that you've chosen to be on the longer, longer train, train just yeah. to do that. That is, I mean, I did play it because I was on there, <laughs> but it was never my intention. It was not, there was no you know, pre-thought on this, do you know what I mean? <laughs> A lot of people saying that it, like, Sandwiches taste better in, in triangles. Someone just said it's t plus 10 uh, taste. What does that even mean? This There's, is madness. This, this show is based on science, and there is little or no science in that whatsoever. No science at all. But we want to hear from you if you've had a somewhat bad day. Uh, this text here says, went for a blood test today. Uh, the needle snapped in my arm. Oh, my word. Oh, I didn't even know that was a possibility. That's horrible. I feel bad moaning about a quartered up cheese and pickle sandwich now. <laughs> it's terrible, isn't it? Uh, Debbie, what's happened to you? Well, I got up this morning, crack of dawn, because I had to look after my grandson. Mm -hmm. um, freezing cold house, no lights, no nothing plugged in would work, no shower, no central heating. Oof. I had to wait seven hours for a plumber to come and go next door to boil a kettle and make some toast. Oh, my word, that is a terrible start to the morning. With the plumber, When the plumber came to the rescue, who was it and did they help? It wasn't a plumber, it was an electrician. His name was Keith and he sorted it in about ten minutes. Keith's oh. are good at that kind of stuff, aren't they? Keith's are good at that yeah. kind of stuff, uh, whether they plumb or electrics or yeah. um, whatever they do. Uh, yeah. Well, so yeah, so is it, where are we at with it now then, uh, Debbie? What's the well, state of play? Wood, it's all working. So fantastic. Do we know what was wrong? Um, he something a tri tripped the um, RCD thing. Oh, oh I, yeah, that's it. So that's yeah. what it was. He, but, don't know what it was. Do you know what? I think tonight, because you've had such a bad start to the day, I think you deserve chippy tea this evening, Debbie. What about that? Oh, that's a brilliant idea. Yeah, we'll do it. Go go for it. Get get, uh, oh, get mushy peas on the side or something like that. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Debbie. Have a good evening, Debbie. Don't trip up on your RCD, all right? <laughs> OK, bye. Final little message in about other people have had a bad day. This is another Debbie here. Not Debbie with the electricity problem and the uh, chippy tea, <laughs> but Debbie from Chester says, apart my car to collect some ironing, and a lady backed out of her drive straight into my car. Oh. Let's give me a bit of perspective then about the, the cheese and pickle sandwich. So thanks for that. This is The Daily Takeaway. Daily Takeaway. Uh, plenty of ways to get in touch with us. You can tweet us at Absolute Radio, text eight twelve fifteen. There is the old school way of 0330 123 uh, A line is uh, flashing away. Let's take it. Who's this? Hello, this is James. Who's speaking? 
It's uh, Bush and Richie here, James. How do you do? Um, I just have a quick question. We're we're listening to your absolute nineties right now, right? And uh, just a wee question come up in the office. Yeah. We just want to know why radio stations tend to play songs with days in the name, but on the wrong day. That's a very good point. Right. So, like uh, Friday, I'm in love by the Cure, and we, we might play that we on like a Tuesday. That, yeah. yeah. I'm with you on this. I mean, I have sent a number of emails, and I think it's I think it's a bit out of order. Would they should be corralled into the day that they're specific to? I think New Order's Monday based track should only ever be placed on Monday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This this week, Manic Monday played on a Tuesday. Yes, exactly. And don't even get us started on the vinyls. I touch myself. I mean, that's a whole different um, conversation. Yeah. What's, so what, what office is this, by the way, you guys getting in touch about this? Uh, we are in the civil service in Belfast. Oh. Well, I mean, a, these are movers and shakers here. Yeah, so. absolutely. It's going right to the top. <laughs> I think it's giving us a stronger argument to go to the music team to tell them to buck up their ideas on scheduling. Yes. No, I just wanted to know if this was like a global conspiracy or not. Okay, I'd say you lot in the civil office there in Belfast might need to just get on and do a bit more work because it sounds like you're just mucking about. Uh, my manager's breathing down my neck as well. He's to find out. <laughs> good to speak to you guys. We will pass that on. It's a very good point. Okay, dead on. Thanks very much. This is the Daily Takeaway. Daily Takeaway. I've got back into reading again. Well, I'm trying to get back into reading. I've I, got, I feel like I left. I've I, lost reading. I feel like you do a lot of audio books and you do a lot of board games. I haven't heard of you reading actual reading words for as long as I've known you. Weirdly enough, I, I was talking to my middle daughter, Thea, about books and that, and then trying to extol the virtues of how good it is to read, and she asked me, like, what was what book are you reading? And I was like, I haven't, can't remember when I last read a book, and that's completely <laughs> undermined my whole bit of parrying. And that's terrible, isn't it? I can't remember when I last like, actually read a book. A lot of that is, you know, back in the day, obviously, I was reading more, but I didn't have to get up at six o'clock in the morning with yeah. a toddler. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, times have changed. But so I, my, my brother, Simon, has bought me... Uh, and by the way, happy birthday to Simon. It's his birthday today. That's not our birthday's work. His birthday, he's bought <laughs> you a He's bought book. me a book, but for my birthday, which wasn't that long ago, okay. he's brought me a brilliant book, which I've brought in, called The Ruin of All Witches. Right. Uh, Life and Death in the New World by Malcolm, Malcolm Gaskill. Big, bright cover. Yeah. Uh, and it's about a story of a single witchcraft case in a remote New England settlement in 1651. So it's, it's got me written all over it. I was about to say, it's right up your street. Right up my alley. It looks like something that would be a horror movie on, on Channel 4. But I've been reading it on the train. I can't get more than two pages without falling asleep. Oh, really? Is there a trick? Is there a technique? What do I, mean, what do I need to do? Because I've had a couple of goes at this now, and I've literally woken up with my head on the window. <laughs> no offence to Malcolm, <laughs> who's written the book and everything. Do you know what? I've got a theory. It's not the book, it's the location. Everyone know. knows, everyone knows, you're, tr- you're trying to read on a train. Trains just rock you to sleep. That's what they do. It is. It's like being in the arms of yeah. like a lovely, like cuddly parent, isn't it? The clickety-clack is the bosom of sleep, and that's what's happening to you. I reckon if you tried somewhere else reading a book, you're not falling asleep. Where? When have I got time in my... <laughs> My life. <laughs> but like going and just sitting on the pavement outside the house to actually read a book. I'll give it a go. If it, if it gets me to the chapter one, I'll give it a go. <laughs> Maybe we should sacrifice an hour of the show where you play more music and you just sit in a rocking chair. Oh, that'd be so good. Hometime book club. Yeah, let's do that. Anyone else up for that? Just a bit of peace. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Do you remember Debbie from earlier on who uh, had the fuse blown and Keith, the electrician, yes. that saved the day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. just texted, unfortunately. It says, update, guys. Every fuse is just blown again. Oh. Hoping I can get the wonderful Keith the electrician back tonight. Looks like the chippy tea is a 
certainty. Well, would you get Keith back though? Because he came round last time, and now they've gone again. No offence to Keith, but he's not. He's not had a great start. He's not having a good day himself, is he? No, he's not. But I'm feeling for Debbie. Hopefully, she gets that chippy tea. Keep us posted. Um, what do you like with rules at home? I'm trying to enforce a new rule at home at the moment. I think I'm up against it somewhat. Uh-huh. Um, I bought some new frying pans. Right. <laughs> okay. Good for you. You and I live very different lives regarding what we get excited about. Bearing in mind earlier on, you, you told us that you drove half an hour to get some um, um, windscreen washer fluid. I did. Fluid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now you've bought some frying pans. I still haven't charged me for it. Six pound eighty. So I'm up. You'll be level at some point before the end of tonight. <laughs> I don't doubt it. Uh, I bought some new frying pans because the old ones, the the non-stick stuff had gone. So I thought, right, we need some new ones. Okay. Fed up with uh, destroy my omelets and all that kind of stuff. It's the important things. <laughs> it in is. Life. It is. But with the new frying pans that now have ri- uh, uh, arrived, I've put a new rule in place only to use silicon spatulas in the frying pans. Wow. I do want I do not want to see a wooden spoon anywhere near them because it's it's they are the mortal enemy of your non-stick frying pan. Are you sure because I, I thought it was like metal metal stuff spatula. We don't want metal anywhere near them. But wooden spoons are all right. Aren't no, they? It's because, very draconian. No, this is the thing. We had wooden spoons in the old frying pans. They've gone. Really? Yeah, this, yeah. This, I can imagine you putting up like World War Two style poster, no. like loose lips sink ships. That you kind want, of thing. No, you want what the future is the silky tickle of a silicon spatula. Okay? Really? That's what you want in your uh, in your frying pan. When when we were when we were in conversations with our boss about getting merchandise for the show, ended up being tea towels. You pushed very hard for spatulas. I don't know whether you got some I kind of still, interest. I still stand on the idea that we should have had a branded home time spatula. People could have been making their dinner with a spatula, not destroying their frying pan and on it would have been our face shining back at them. And if they'd forgotten to turn the radio on, they would have thought, oh, yeah, i better put the radio on while I'm doing dinner because Bush and Richie are staring at me from this spatula. Do you know what, I reckon if I went on the uh, company's housing and, uh, and looked for uh, the, 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 the ware spatula warehouse, <laughs> Richie Firth, director of the company, something's going on. I do not have my fingers in any spatula pie. Something going on. But I walked in, having enforced this new rule of only spatulas, please, in the frying pans, it's getting a, a wooden spoon out the drawer. I don't know. This is now a no wooden spoon house. This poor Natalie, was you, you made her turn all the electricity off the other week. Because that was you're only trying to one save evening when there was the money saving event I think on. she's plotting and take you out the moment you, you fall asleep in the you've couch. You've got a new rule you're trying to enforce or you're living under at the moment? Do you know, we've got so many rules in our house that Katie puts in, right? So, for example, just a few, just to pluck out the air. No more shoes in the hallway because we're wrecking it. Yeah, right? that's fair enough. Tea towels all over the lounge because <laughs> I'll take tea towels with me. I sometimes put them on my shoulder and pretend they're a little bird. <laughs> I'm not allowed to use a posh shampoo. I have to use the muck like the... <laughs> You know, stuff that even isn't actually called shampoo, washing up liquid or whatever. There's so many, it can't move for rules in our house. What is the latest rule that you are having to live under in your house? The most recent one that has been made? I'm interested. Kirsty says, I recently had to make the rule that if you smell that a toddler has done a poo, you're the one that has to change it. My husband kept smelling it and then running off to, in brackets, do something when I came back into the room. I think I've tried that trick myself. (laughs) Um, Since acquiring a new girlfriend, uh, says this tweet. All right, then. Interesting All right, uh, there. Uh, way of putting things. The new rule is everything, absolutely everything, must go straight in the wash as soon as it's off. I used to make little piles, but alas, no more. I'd say you sound like a better person for her, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, Ali's hanging on. What's, uh, what's new in your house? Oh, my husband is like a typical accountant, and he's so precise about everything, and... I apparently and the kids don't know how to load the dishwasher properly. Right. So he treats it as a massive game of Tetris. (laughs) 
We've actually found him a few times humming the tune of making sure he can maximize the dishwasher with loading it up. So wow. that's the rule in our house. See, I mean, it's not a good thing. Though. I hate loading the dishwasher up. It's an absolute nightmare. So if, you, if he's happy to do it, then let him sing Tetris and get on with it. I will say I have resolved myself to that. And I'm happy to unload it. But loading it is definitely not allowed by anyone how, other than him. Ali, in another parallel universe, I could be your husband because I, I have been known to unload a dirty dishwasher if I don't like how it's been loaded. Unbelievable. This is unbelievable. <laughs> oh, the, the marriage counselling that could go around the, the whole issue of, of dishwasher loading. It's a whole other world. It's a whole podcast or audiobook series, that's for sure. It certainly is. Uh, Julie, what is it in your house? The rule is that because Trooper is just getting too big, he's put on four kilos in a year, only my husband is allowed to feed him, treat him and give him any food that passes through his lips. Let's hope uh, Trooper is a dog and not a gerbil. Yeah, he's a dog. Oh, OK, phew. <laughs> yeah. What type of dog is Trooper? He's a, a lab and he's greedy. <laughs> OK, so you need to kind of crack the whip on this a little bit and get get Trooper back in shape for, for the summer. Well, yeah, well, we're out now, so I'm, I'm, I'm throwing the ball around with him. So I'm hoping that works. Go on. Is <laughs> that so you throwing a ball just then? I did, yeah. With a tennis racket. What? Really? With a tennis racket <laughs> mackin' around out there? <laughs> yeah. So we're out, we're out walking. Go on, mister. Yep. All right. Well, do us a favour. Hit the ball and shout out. Um, what's a good tennis tennis term? Juice. <laughs> Forehand. 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 That'll, that'll yeah, work. Do that. Forehand. Brilliant. Come on, Chuck. Give the ball. <laughs> no, I'm not going to get it. There we go. Uh, just over a week away from us turning up at our first hometime car boot. Yes, we're at the Chelmsford Park and Ride car boot sale next Sunday uh, as we work towards this ultimatum our boss has given us to clear out the presenters cupboard here at Absolute Radio ahead of a move later in the year. Uh, and we found ourselves at a car boot, which we're very much looking forward to, uh, hoping to raise some money as well as we go along, aside from just clearing the cupboard, uh, for our very good friends at Cash for Kids. And the best thing about being part of the Absolute Radio family is that the family have pulled together ahead of us making our debut at the car boot sale. We've had some uh, amazing donations so far. Uh, let's get another donation in from another member of the family. Welcome to the show, uh, the brilliant Claire Sturgis. You right, Sturge? Oh, really, really good, boys. How are you? We're good. good. We're very excited Pumped. to uh, to be going car booting, and we are very, very chuffed that you have um, decided to come and help us with our haul. Do you know what, Richie? I've got so much stuff in the loft, and if Mark had anything to do with it, you'd have it all. You'd have it all, but I've just chosen a couple of things for now. I tell you, um, I, I tell you what, if, uh, if Mark piped up too much about the stuff you got up there, he'd end up in the loft himself, <laughs> I think, to be honest with you. So. <laughs> You're so right. Before we, before we find out what you're going to uh, very kindly donate to our car boot sale, Claire, obviously on, on social media, you know, when I follow you on social media, you do a lot of stuff at the weekend where you'll go for walks and uh, you, you kind of smo- mooch around uh, North London and uh, you know have coffees and explore shops and stuff like that. Are you a, a car boot sale person yourself? I love a car boot. In fact, we live quite close to a school that used to have a weekly car boot sale and you'd often find me there. Brilliant. Love it. Love it. A, uh, a bargain that's come to mind that you've picked up? Do you know what? No, seriously, I found some amazing prints um, from a woman who used to work in a publisher's and she had the, all these old prints from books 
that she'd kept over the years and I bought fashion prints um, oh. from famous photographers and I bought a whole batch and had them framed and again they're just sat here waiting to go on the wall and Mark isn't happy so yeah <laughs> our book sale and I'm, I'm go greenlit all the way do you know what I like about that though because a little quite a thing that's come through over the past couple of days is people seeing stuff that people are selling for cheap at a car boot sale buying them and then selling them on again yeah and that's not really on is it I like the fact that you've seen these prints and you've put them in your house and you've kind of uh, upgraded them that kind of thing do you know what I mean yeah that's right and they aren't going anywhere they're staying in this house Um, well love it does beg the question what is the stuff that is leaving the house and is, is coming our way not that we're ungrateful no no not at all well you see I've got this amazing print of the Red Hot Chili Peppers which was given to me a long time ago before they were stadium famous and I worked worked for a radio station and we gave them their first daytime play and the record label was so happy they they organised the band to sign this print and present it to me framed and it was lovely and it was so nice of them Um, and but but now it's I don't have it on my wall, but it's just sat in the loft. And I'm thinking, I would look, because you're doing this for charity, which I just love so much, Cash for Kids. And I thought, do you know what? I'd love someone to have it who would love it like I loved it and possibly put it on their wall. So I would love you to try and sell it for me, please. Wow, wow. thank you so much. I mean, that is like a proper bit of music history right there. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I tell you what, there also is there. There's pressure. That, that's, that is that's, pressure. We need yeah. to up our haggling game by next Sunday if we're suddenly saying stuff like this. It's going to be like an episode of The Apprentice when someone finds out afterwards. You let it go for how much? <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. We're not getting Sturge we, back on. We need a pricing plan. Uh, Claire, that is amazing and so generous of you. Thank you so much. Pleasure. We will try and do it justice. We will do it justice. I have full faith in you. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Thursday nights, we like to talk about films. That's right, we eschew recommendations, internet movie database, review aggregate websites or Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, The Hometime Film Club is pure people power. We put out there a particular angle of a film we want and then you guys suggest great stuff that people can watch. Now there's a lot of pressure going on uh, around society at the moment as uh, uh, the calendar approaches Valentine's Day. Uh, Don't let the choice of film that you watch on the night be one of the things that affects your life right now. We're going to choose tonight on the film club the ultimate rom-com. Uh, as part of your evening. It's a tough one, isn't it? The ultimate rom-com, because it's such a big, like, iconic category. I think for me, and this is a film I've loved for years, I had the soundtrack uh, on uh, cassette tape, I remember back in the day, uh, When Harry Met Sally. Ah, classic. Harry Connick Jr. did the soundtrack for it. I just absolutely fell in love with that film. And I'm sure it's still great to this day. No-one's going to argue with that. It's a good one. What are you going for? I'm going to go... I'm actually going to only go back uh, four years to 2019 and yesterday... Danny Boyle movie, Richard Curtis writing it. Have you seen it? Is that the one, the Beatles one? Struggling musician realises he's the only person on earth who can remember the Beatles ever existed after waking up in an alternate reality. Is that in, what's the love angle? See, I mean, he has a girlfriend. Well, he's got girlfriends. Oh, I yeah, see. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's, he's almost repurposing all their songs and she's thinking he's the greatest songwriter of all time. I, I, I mean, we watched it pretty recently and it was better than I thought it was going to be. It's great. But I just can't get me get my head around the fact that that's still... What's his name from EastEnders? <laughs> yeah, Tamir from EastEnders. Yeah. It's him from it EastEnders is, the yeah. whole time. It's, it's not like him as a character. It's just the lad from EastEnders point. walking around. It's a very good point. So I'm putting that forward. Obviously, a very good soundtrack, but not necessarily performed by the Beatles in it. Uh-huh. Uh, but, uh, but him, so... Uh, yeah, yesterday for me... <laughs> I feel like you talked yourself out of that at the end. <laughs> if it came across like that, then uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> so come on then, best 
uh, rom-com of all time ahead of Valentine's Day next week. I was just going to say about the film club, you and I channel our inner Barry Norman, but like... Is there not a more up-to-date cultural reference point for someone who's like the film person than Barry Norman? I think Claudia Winkleman is these days, isn't she? Is she? I think doing doing film, not even it's not Claudia. Been going for about seven years. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. If you could tell us who is like the, the go-to film person now that we can reference, it'll be like saying Duncan Goodhue for swimming. Let's just bring it up to date. <laughs> In the meantime, though, can we stick with Barry until we're given another name? We're going to stick with with uh, Barry you. Norman and the jumper and that lot until we hear, <laughs> we hear different. Uh, we're trying to find the ultimate rom-com ahead of Valentine. Uh, Valentine's tonight. A lot of people queuing up behind your uh, When Harry Met Sally. Great film. Uh, which is good news for you. Um, I'm facing some stick by declaring uh, yesterday a rom-com from some. Uh, Lucy's trying to put forward Shaun of the Dead, claiming it's a rom-com with zombies. That is a bit of a stretch. But pe- people can see romance in different things, can't exactly, they? Yeah. Uh, we've got Kim on the line. Kim, what would you like to put forward? Um, I'm putting forward uh, 51st Date. Now, I've never seen this film. I think yeah. it's kind of popped up there before uh, on other categories. What, what is it about? Um, it's about um, a girl, um, which is uh, Drew Barrymore, who um, she has a car accident and she doesn't remember um, anything after a certain, I think it's her father's birthday. She Sounds um, dead romantic so far. <laughs> well, it, it is. It's a great film because Adam Sandler has to That's replay it. the day to her every single day to remind her that she's in love with him. Oh. Yeah. So, I mean, Adam Sandler, obviously, we've had a big turnaround on him on this show. I didn't, I didn't used to like his films, and then suddenly something's happened, and I love him now. Yeah, and it's got great, sound, great soundtracks, because it's obviously like the Beach Boys and all that sort of stuff. All right, well, listen, it's going on the list. Thanks so much. Oh, no worries. Brilliant. Uh, and we are talking about rom-com movies. What's the best rom-com of all time ahead of Valentine's night next week? Jane says there's something about Mary. Just thinking about it makes me laugh. A lot of romance in it as well. Can't believe we've taken that long to mention that film. Amanda says definitely about time. You may need tissues. I don't think we need to talk about that kind of movie, do we? Uh, we've got Andy on the line. Andy, what film are you recommending? Overboard. Overboard. Now, I've not heard of yeah. that before. Is it a, a romp on the high seas? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Wow, uh, Overboard must be 25, 30-something years old. Kurt Russell, Goldie Horn. Right. Um, and it's it's almost like the princess and, and the pauper. She is an, an upper-class, hoity-toity, overindulged woman. Right. And needs a carpenter to come aboard to uh, come aboard her husband's super yacht to make a wardrobe that's walking and, and does this and that. And <laughs> things really turn around when... She, through an accident, loses her memory and he takes advantage of that and she ends up in a whole different world. Um, <laughs> wow. So if there was like, let's just say if there was like a fruity rating, each one's a strawberry, five strawberries is like almost, you know, different shelf. How, how, oh, many, no, how many strawberries? No, no, kids the lot, yes. It, it, it's romantic, but uh, no bed sheets. One, one <laughs> strawberry out of five. Exactly. <laughs> the romp rating. The romp rating is exactly what it is. Yes, no, you asked for rom-com, didn't you? <laughs> well, sure, that's another week sorted, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Best bit of blue. You did rom-com, did you? <laughs> <laughs> one hell of a film club on our hands this evening. Uh, we got into a, a right old battle trying to pick the best rom-com ahead of Valentine's Day next week. Uh, and we need to decide uh, on uh, what is going to win it. Um, and 50 first dates, when we aggregate everything across the Facebook page and the tweets and the t- Text, despite the fact you've not seen it, and a valiant last-minute effort from Overboard. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Fifty first dates appears to have edged it. I tell you what, there's no 
doubt more romantic than a car accident and memory loss, is there? The Daily Takeaway. Richie's daily takeaway. Just thinking back to uh, the uh, beginning of the podcast and the uh, the problem that you you shared with us um, about the the quick drink tonight, and yeah. the jeopardy surrounding it, uh, and I think we came up with a pretty good idea of the the timed voice note. Yes. I reckon that could be marketed, don't you think? Well, I mean, do you remember you used to have a thing called Any Question Answered where you would ask a question, there was like a team yes. of students with yeah. computers. Yeah. I mean, I, I've had situations before where I, I, I don't trust my own alarm sometimes or I don't trust myself to remember something. Yeah. But if it was a voice note from a person that you'd... Maybe I'd paid 75p for it. Yeah. I'd, I'd listen to that. How about we quit this home time show, take over a, a, a floor or a suite of a brand new office block... Yeah. Yeah, maybe somewhere like in uh, Houston or something. That's it. Start-up yeah. company. Yeah. Um, eight, eight graduates at a university, and, uh-huh. and all day, all we do is put in timed messages to people. Well, for example, right, if you're someone who sometimes you stray into maybe going and having chips on the way home rather than just going home and getting some food, you could just we could send you a message saying, straight home, please, Tony. Oh, I was thinking the company would be called TickTickBoom.net or something. Well, that's fine. I wasn't thinking straight home Tony is the name. <laughs> I was offering one of the services. <laughs> Straight home, Tony.